All right, I'll be back tonight for NBA Countdown, and we got a great doubleheader for you. How about this? The Nets and the Pelicans at 7.30 Eastern time, so that's a monster game between two of the best teams in the league. Then we got Chris Paul and the Suns taking on Jimmy Buckets in the Heat. We'll start your night, as I mentioned, with NBA Countdown, 7 Eastern tonight, right here on ESPN. As we welcome you back to another hour of Get Up. We are live, as always, from the Seaport, brought to you by Chase. Brooke Pryor is here, Rob Ninkovich, RC wearing the DeMar Hamlin jersey today, and we have Dan Graziano standing by with the very latest on the Enormous decision made by the National Football League yesterday. But we begin with the remarkable news. Candidly, it can be described as nothing other than wonderful. Uh, Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin is showing, quote, substantial improvement. Doctors say that while they still aren't sure what caused him to go into cardiac arrest on Monday night, the quick medical response and CPR saved his life. Hamlin is still considered critically ill. However, he's able to move his hands and his feet, and while he cannot yet talk because he has a breathing tube in, he can communicate in writing. First question that he wrote when he, when he started to awaken was, was, did we win? So we know that he's really, that it's not only that the lights are on, we know that he's home, uh, and that it appears that all, all the cylinders are firing uh, within his brain, which is greatly gratifying. For to paraphrase uh, one of our partners, you know, when, when he asked, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, DeMar, you won. You've won the game of life. Meanwhile, Hamlin's teammates were back on the practice field yesterday preparing for Sunday's game against the Patriots. After practice for the first time since Monday's incident, players and coaches spoke with reporters. I think putting that helmet back on today was a really good thing for our, our team and just to to kind of go through that process. Um, but I'd be lying to you if I didn't say, you know, some people are going to be changed forever, you know, after being on the field and, and witnessing that and, and feeling those emotions. Um, but again, the best way that we can continue to move forward, obviously the updates that we keep getting on DeMar really lift our spirits. How do I know that we'll be able to overcome um, is we have to, um, just like, um, we've done many times before in this city and the people of Western New York that have dealt with what they've dealt with. Um, that's what you do. So, so much to react to there. And again, RC, you are you know, representing DeMar Hamlin in a very uh, tangible way this morning. But what struck me as I listened to those sound bites multiple different times, each time you hear something a little bit different, I don't know, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, that DeMar Hamlin yet understands the magnitude of his situation, which is to say the way an entire nation yeah. stopped and came together in ways that almost never happen in this country anymore in support yeah. of I him. I think I'm going to give you a little bit of, of Brooke Pryor here. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars is a movie mm -hmm. that brings you to tears anytime you watch it. And in part of the movie... He wants to have his funeral before he goes because he says that when these things are said about me and when people get an opportunity to share their memories of me, I won't hear it. I won't get to see the emotion. And one, we're so excited we get the news that DeMar is showing those positive signs. But when he comes out of this and he gets an opportunity to talk to his family and to talk to his teammates and, and hear how a country came together in support of him. How we got an opportunity to learn about chasing M's, which I found out from Jordan Whitehead last year. This is something Jamar did in college. This wasn't a thought he had once he got money or once he got an opportunity to quote unquote be famous. This was something that came from his heart. So for people to start to get to know who DeMar Hamlin the person is, those things don't happen a lot of times while you play, especially when you're a safety who was fighting to get on the field this year. Your 
first year starting. And so now all of these things that we've learned about them because we were truly moved by what we saw. And then now to hear him wake up and the first thing he thinks about is not himself, it's his team. Yeah. It, it's whether or not we won. And I love what the doctor said. Yes, Damar, you won. Because he truly has. Not only the fact that he is now alive and he's now showing signs of progression, but the way that he brought us all together. There wasn't a person in Cincinnati that cared if you were wearing blue or black. There wasn't a person in the country at that time that cared if your skin was white, brown, black, yellow. No one cared about the differences in our political views. Everyone cared about was this young man going to be okay. And I hate that tragedy sometimes is what binds us. That tragedy is what brings us together to make me realize or to make us realize that just because certain things of you are different doesn't mean that we can't love the same way. And I think DeMar Hamlin in the end, whenever his career is over or whatever happens from this situation, his legacy will be that he brought an entire country and an entire fan base of many different teams together for one reason. I think that's right. I mean, look, all of us who are in this daily, and I heard from people that have never reached out to me about sports, people who know nothing about football yeah. from different areas of my life, reached out to me to ask me questions about this and all that sort of thing. So I think it really did. And, and R.C. just mentioned it. And, Nick, as, as a player yourself, yeah. The fact that the first question he asked, you know, you sort of picture it in your head, like, you know, and he, he has to write these things down. But did we win? Th that was the first thing he wanted to know. That, that was really striking. Well, you know, and, and as a football player, that, that's like ingrained in you. You, you want to compete. You want to win. And for him to open his eyes, write down, did we win, just shows you the character of DeMar and the, the type of person that he is. Mm. And, you know, I wrote down before you even said it, brought together. And this whole situation, though unfortunate, has brought together a lot of people. And it, you even look at DeMar's toy drive. He does mm. a, a fundraiser for the toy drive. I mm -hmm. think it's over $6 million yeah. right now. I don't know yeah. the exact figure Close of that. Seven. Um, yeah. But, you know, also listening to Sean McDermott and Josh Allen yesterday, um, there were some questions and they, re they replied with, this is not about us. It's about DeMar, and, and we want to focus on DeMar and his recovery. And, you know, there's a part of when you're young and you're playing football, an invincible mindset. You know, you are invincible. You can do anything. And, you know, I, I think when Josh Allen said that some guys will be changed from this, as everyone, you don't even have to play sports. As you grow older, you realize that we're not invincible. We're human. Things happen to us in life that are out of our control, beyond our control. Um, but I think with the team and having the news come to them yesterday that he is aware and he, can he will be on the road to recovery, I think that that is one of the most uplifting things that they could um, have done and felt and then being back on the practice field. That's like therapy for him. I was just told, by the way, that the latest figure that we have is the toy drive is now at $7.7 million. Wow. <laughs> Meantime, uh, Brooke, I know that you've talked to a lot of different people, including some who are close to DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, it's been really special, I think, to be in Pittsburgh this week because yeah. he's from Pittsburgh. He's from McKees Rocks. This is a community that he has poured himself into, and this community has poured themselves right back into him. Um, I mean, you mentioned the toy drive. That's something that he started for McKees Rocks. And and 
talking with guys like Mike Tomlin, who've known him since he's 12, he has touched so many people in that community. I had several people tell me, like, I know who he is. I don't know if he knows who I am, but I've been following this young man forever. I mean, from the time he was playing seven on seven to he goes to Pitt, which shares a facility with the Steelers, they have all known about him. And so to see the whole country rally around someone that this city has already been rallying around has been incredible. And one of the most touching conversations I had this week was with Levi Wallace, who signed a free agent deal with Pittsburgh in the offseason. He played in Buffalo with DeMar last year. He said DeMar was more excited than Levi was when Levi signed a free agent deal in Pittsburgh. <laughs> He's helped him, you know, get to know the city, introduced him to people, made him feel accepted. And Levi was really struggling this week. He, he said, you know, I, I, I want to be there for my teammates in Buffalo, but I need to be here. And the first thing I did after practice, because that press conference started while the Steelers were at practice, I went up to Levi. I said, hey, I don't know if you've seen this, but, you know, the doctors say DeMar's awake. He asked who won the game. And Levi stopped what he was doing, and he looked at me, and he's like, that's the best news I've heard all, wait, uh, all, all day, all week. He said, this shows that prayer works and that God is real, yeah. Yeah. and this is a huge morale boost not only for Levi but for players across the Greeny, his, his father Zoomed the team, and to speak about this family and, and, and their want and, and, and their will to, to have this team win, he knew that they needed to hear from him and to know that DeMar was doing okay so the men in the Buffalo Bills locker room could move on. So even, and, and we have kids, even in looking at your son and what he's dealing with, he understood how important he was to that Bills locker room and to the Bills having an opportunity to at least move forward. And so he took that time to address them. I think just when you look at the Hamlin family in a whole, as a whole, this family has won. So that is, of course, first and foremost, the most important news that we have from yesterday, that we are receiving what feels in the moment like something of a medical miracle with DeMar Hamlin, and we'll continue to keep you updated on his situation. Now, with that yesterday, there was also an enormous decision made by the National Football League. In fact, we'll categorize it in two different ways. They made a decision, and then they have raised a proposal that will be voted on today. The decision is that the game from Monday night will not be played. That game will be canceled. To the best of our knowledge, it is the first NFL game that will be canceled since 1935. With that said, they also have a plan in place, and Dan Graziano has been talking to literally everyone over the course of the last 24 hours or whatever it's been since this has come up, a plan in place that will be proposed and voted on by the owners today that will make some significant changes to the NFL playoffs that are about to come up starting next weekend if they do pass. So, Dan, I will give it to you on that. What are the most important things the fans need to know? So, if we're in a situation, Greeny, where either Buffalo is playing Kansas City or Cincinnati is playing Kansas City in the AFC championship game, and those teams finished within a half game of each other, uh, there will be a, a neutral site AFC championship game. So here it is. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both lose this weekend, then they'll still be within a half game of each other, and Buffalo would have not had the opportunity to win last week's game and tie them and then, and then get the top seed on the tiebreaker. So if those teams meet in the conference championship game under those circumstances, it will be at a neutral site. The league has not determined exactly where yet, uh, but it would be at a neutral site. And same thing if, if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and this weekend, and then they end up playing the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, that game would be at a neutral site. If the Chiefs and Bills don't, do the same thing as each other this weekend. If one loses and the other wins, then none of this happens. It's, it's irrelevant. The other one is if the Ravens beat the Bengals on Sunday 
they're still not going to be AFC North champions because they'll finish a half game behind Cincinnati. But they'll have beaten Cincinnati twice. And so the league has decided that this race is for Baltimore because had Cincinnati played last week and lost, and then Baltimore beat Cincinnati this week, the Ravens would be AFC North champs. And if they played each other in the playoffs, they'd host it. So the remedy here is, if that happens, if the Ravens beat the Bengals on Sunday, and then those two teams meet again in the wild card round a week later, the league would have a coin flip to determine where that game would be played, either Cincinnati or Baltimore. So Baltimore would still have a 50-50 chance of hosting that game, even not technically division champions. And again, this was approved last night by the NFL's competition committee. It will be voted on today by all 32 team owners. And if 24 approve it, then it'll go forward as the plan. And if not, it will, it will not. And, and very quickly, uh, Dan, as I, I'm going to bring it out to the, the rest of the desk here, but you stay, stand by in case there are any further questions that we have here. What do we know about what would happen in the event that this does not pass? They need 24 of the 32. Oh, I think we've lost Dan's yeah. audio. Let me know when he comes back. Let me bring it out to the desk because there were a couple of different pieces of this. You can see his uh, signal broke up there a couple of times quickly. Let me, let me fill in some of the blanks where I think we lost a word or two. If Kansas City and Buffalo finish within a half game of each other, meaning the game that got canceled from Monday night might very well have determined home field advantage in the AFC championship game, then the AFC championship game will be played in a neutral site if it's those two teams against each other. And similarly, if Cincinnati winds up in that situation, that also could precipitate a neutral site game in the AFC championship game. What, what, I, what, what he was not able to explain for us there is what the league will do in the event this does not pass today. And we'll get Dan back together yeah. again here. This is just the reality now sometimes of doing TV under these circumstances. That said, RC, when you hear this proposal, as one who played a ton of playoff yeah. games, some of them at home, some of them on the road, what is your reaction? You know what's crazy? The more I hear it, the more it makes sense to me. Uh, initially, I was like, ah, like I could see why people would be upset. Like I understand what different teams are seeing with the circumstances they're dealt with, especially based on the fact that you felt like you earned a certain thing by winning a certain amount of games. But now listening to it, like it makes sense, right? If you're a team that end up that has ended up playing the seventh games and you play yourself into a certain seed, you get that seed as well as the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. But for the Buffalo Bills, who didn't have an opportunity to play a game that could have gotten them the number one seed, you won't have to go on the road in the AFC Championship. For the Kansas City Chiefs, who had to win and see the Buffalo Bills lose in order to host the AFC Championship, we won't allow you to host the AFC Championship. If you're either of those teams, that is something that you have to be willing to accept. And if you're the Buffalo Bills, obviously the most important thing is your teammate. And now, the Cincinnati Bengals, they may or they will have an argument about having to flip a coin if they end up in that situation with the Baltimore Ravens where they lose this week. Mm -hmm. Well, don't lose. Yeah. And if you don't lose, then you don't have to worry about it. That's and so right. the, the, the more I hear this, I understand that the NFL is having to make this decision in a situation that's not a vacuum-like situation. This isn't a I have to take care of one team. This is a I have to take care of an entire conference and also do it in an empathetic way based on why the game was canceled. This is making more and more sense to me as we continue to talk about it. I think it's important to point out that what has happened here is, of course, no one's fault. And yeah. so you are just trying 
trying to make the best of what is, and everyone mm -hmm. acknowledges a terrible set of circumstances. You try and do what you think is the fairest. I understand yeah. what you're saying from all of that there. Uh, Ninko, again, as, as one, you, you basically you were home all the time, right? In Foxborough. No, not all the time. It, it felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of all the time. But, you know, well, what's your reaction to this? There, there's been situations where things are out of your, your control. And, yep. and as, a, as a player, you just have to go and do your job and win football games. And if you have to go on the road, go on the road and win and, and play good football. At the end of the day, you still got to play well yeah. and well enough to win a football game. And, and if you don't, you didn't deserve to win anyway. So I, I think that this instance uh, is there's not a correct or a perfect situation here, but you have to make the best of, of a, a poor situation that we saw happen. And with that being said, I don't think the Buffalo Bills, anyone in that organization, any player or staff member would care if they lost, lost home field advantage or if they had to go on the road or had to play at a neutral site. So at the end of the day, the NFL is trying to make the best situation possible for a bad situation. And if you have to go play a playoff game on the road, you have to. You have to just do it. It's important to note that the cancellation of the game does not change the playoff field. No. Right. Every team that gets in yeah. would have gotten yeah. in. It, it doesn't change who gets in. There is still one spot in the right. AFC left to be determined here, and that will be decided this weekend. But th that game being canceled doesn't impact that either. So that's part of the was part of the explanation of why they were willing to cancel the game. Uh, what sorts of things did you hear from the people you talked to yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I was texting with an NFL GM throughout the day as we were kind of going over some potential scenarios that the NFL could employ. I know at one point there was the idea of maybe they'll add an eighth team, and he quickly shot that down. He's like, yeah, that's, that's not going to happen, and no, it was never considered by the league. So keep dreaming that that was not going to happen. But he said, you know, as a black and white guy, that maybe he would prefer the, the league to go by winning percentages in mm. this and to just stick with things that had already been written. But, you know, he also acknowledges this is not a perfect situation. As Nico said earlier, sometimes life isn't fair. Yeah. Things happen that are out of your control. Control what you can control. How many times have I heard that from players, coaches, you name it? This is one of those scenarios that you just have to go out there play the hand you're dealt and understand that it's not going to be a perfect system. But the thing that, that he said to me that I'm going to keep considering here is what if this paves the way for neutral championship games, neutral site championship games? He said he thinks that, that could be a possibility that this could set the stage for that, that to happen would, in the future. That so, would be so stupid. <laughs> To be clear, for something that they would do normally, that right, that would just exactly. become a normal course yes. of action. The Super Bowl is a test case. Yeah, this is a test case. I, Let's see how you know, it goes. Because, because you know what, because you know what, we, you know what we wouldn't be doing, though? And this is way off the subject. If that happened, yeah. we wouldn't be saying, man, is it important that Jalen Hurts plays so the Philadelphia Eagles right, get yeah. host throughout the playoffs? Yes. I hate everything yeah, about it. Yeah, it would change the whole thing. I mean, there is definitely – to playing at home, there's an there's an advantage to yeah. playing at home, and, yeah. and I can think back to a certain year where we lost the last game of the year. We would have been home if we would have won that last game. Had to go on the road in Denver, terrible place to play, and we lost. So that happened. The, the, the truth is this, though: if we if we get to an AFC championship, that is the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills actually didn't lose their way out of the number one seed. Right. The Kansas City Chiefs actually didn't win their way into the number one seed. So you do the best you can to, right. to be fair to both of those teams. Let, let me give the final minute I have here to Graz, uh, and in particular, Dan. I want to ask the question. It is not a certainty that this will pass. This is a proposal, right. and the owners have to vote on it today. What do we know about what will happen in the event it does not pass, and what, what other things have we not covered here that you think the audience needs to know? 
If it doesn't pass, there's two possibilities. One, they just default to what it would have originally been, and just seedings are determined and home field determined by winning percentage, regardless of the fact that teams have played different numbers of games. Or they could propose something else and vote on that. They're just a little short on time. They want to get this wrapped up before this weekend's games kick off, which is, in this case, uh, tomorrow. Uh, in terms of what wasn't covered, look, I, I think it's important to remember that uh, the seedings would hold, right? If the and the Ravens are the six, even if that game gets played in Baltimore, the winner would still hold its seed when it advances. The, the Ravens would still operate as the six mm. and the Bengals as the three. Uh, but the fundamental point is imperfect situation, guys. My Wi-Fi is not working right today. Uh, that's not my fault. I pay my bill. But we're going to do TV anyway. <laughs> we're going to power through it, and we're going to make it as good as we possibly They're can. They're using a hot spot. You know what is working <laughs> is that sweater. He yes. looks like an algebra teacher explaining a math problem. I, I, right. I think I speak for us all when we say we love the sweater. Man, <laughs> so Dan Graziano today. He's on his way to Lambeau Field. He's got that game for us on Sunday night. We're going to take you there coming up next as we work our way forward on this football Friday. Will it be Rogers' last leap at Lambeau? We'll tell you what he's got to do to beat the Lions on Sunday night. And then this thing goes from bad to worse for Michigan's Jim Harbaugh. First they lose a tough game. Now he's facing a possible suspension. We'll find out why next as we roll on with you. All warm and cozy in the sweater on Get Up This Morning on ESPN. <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, or you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals all right we're back on get up and here we go it's win and you're in for the packers it's the fourth time they've had a chance to clinch a playoff berth in their regular season finale since aaron Rodgers became their quarterback the first time was 2010 against the bears Rodgers didn't play great but they did win the game 10-3. In 2013, they also faced the Bears last game of the season for this. Rodgers was returning from a seven-game injury absence, and they stole the division on a 48-yard touchdown uh, with a minute to go on fourth down. Then in 2016 against the Lions, the Packers won their sixth straight.
eight after Rodgers run the table comment and they won the NFC North. He threw four touchdowns and no picks. Meanwhile, he was asked this week if he will have it in his mind that Sunday night could be his last game at Lambeau Field. I mean, for sure. Uh, just because you don't know what the future holds. But uh, when I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude. Not remorse or sadness. Just gratitude for the time that I've been here, the amazing memories that I've had on this field. I've been a lot of great moments, but, you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, we're all undecided about the future. And we're just going to enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. So there is no one who says more things that make everyone sitting here laugh while they're talking <laughs> than Aaron Rodgers. Why did that make you laugh? What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> like, like, he never answered the question. The man just asked a simple question, and then he goes into this long explanation that actually makes me forget what the question was. And now I have more questions. And so now I got to ask Aaron, Aaron, first question. Yeah. What the hell is you talking about? <laughs> right? And so that's the follow-up. And, 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 and I get it. You know, that, that, that is very true. If, and no, all jokes aside, if this week has taught us anything, it's taught us that no one knows what the next snap, what the next second is. I do get that. But in this scenario with Aaron Rodgers, it's another one of those times where he can leave his quote-unquote beautiful mystery and have us thinking the whole offseason, is he retiring? Is he not retiring? Are they going to give him more money? Is he just going to pop up on the first day of training camp with a shirt from the office and we're going to be like, oh, we spent all this time on Get Up for seven months yeah. talking about what he was going to do, and he just shows up. I think what Aaron Rodgers should be doing, let me know, I can't say that. I can't tell Aaron Rodgers what he should do. What you like to hear from your starting quarterback who has allowed the team, who has been a part of a four-game run, a team that's defense is playing extremely well, a team that's run game is carrying the offense. You know what? We played ourselves back into this position to have an opportunity to have another game next week. And that's what's important right now. I will talk about my future at another time because then what we're talking about is this play and win and your end game that they have against the Detroit Lions. So let's not fall into the trap. Let's actually talk about the game. And, and here's the one thing I'll say about it. As we put the picks up on the screen, the best argument I've heard made for the Packers winning, everyone has been picking the Packers. Everyone yesterday and everyone today, although an hour ago live, Ninko changed his yeah. pick to the Lions. I, I took that to be in solidarity with me, so he has changed his mind. <laughs> I'm changing it. The I, there best, it is. The best so thing. Now you're going to change it back after we no, talked about it again? I'm, I'm, I'm going with Dan Campbell here. I mean, I can't, I'm just thinking about the pregame speech and the veins popping out of his neck. And it, it just, I really feel like the Lions, you look at the Lions and what Jared Goff has been able to do, what their defense has been able to do, they're on a roll. So I know, I know the Packers have played well in the last four games, but they've really only played one decent team in the Vikings. The rest, what? What are they? So, I, I really believe Flip. yesterday I've been flip-flopping here. I'm a flip-flopper. Yeah, right. I'll say it. Yeah, floppy flish. I'm floppy flish. <laughs> I'm going around. Floppy I'm fish. going with the Lions. I've had, you know, I've been putting pictures up of Rodgers and sad face and smelly cheese all year. Yeah. And they've been, I mean, and I was just trying to be real. Yeah. Because when they had four wins, I didn't think they were going to the playoffs. Some well, people like smelly cheese. Uh, but think how, how true. <laughs> think how smelly the Lions were at one and six. One and six. They were and they've close. come all the way yeah. back from that. Well, that's my point. They've been in. They, they were, were infinitely it. more 
out of it. They right and played their way in. They've been worse it. and they've been better. Right as right. well. That's why I'm picking them. The only argument I can think of, and again, Brooke, you're a writer, so I think you'll appreciate this. Is the narrative here is the great ones don't lose this game at home. Like exactly. like Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose this game at home. That's the only argument that I can see on the other side. I think the Lions are just better in most every other way. No, I agree with you. I think that though that. Aaron Rodgers has everything going for him in this game because now he's trying to drum up the support of, oh, what if it is my last game at Lambeau? So now maybe you get more people showing about that. up, right? I mean, like, Business. these are some mind games that, that he's playing. Like, oh, how many people? I mean, it's already going to be packed, yeah, right? It's but now cool. it's, it's going to be wild. Like, Aaron Rodgers' last game, what if he comes out and he beats the Lions and they make the play? Like, it becomes the story but, of a writer's dreams you know, you, to write that. You know, and – I'm going to say this because Brooke made it made me think about it when she said, when you guys were talking about just now, the great ones don't lose this game. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have absolutely stunk this year. Yeah. We watched them against the Arizona Cardinals in prime time, and Tom Brady looked done. Even Rex said, like, <laughs> I've never seen him look so bad. The Carolina Panthers were a team that was playing extremely well, had just blown out the Detroit Lions. All of us, the Carolina Panthers, Tom Brady's done. Tom Brady, and then he comes and he throws for, like, yep. four bills and yeah. three tubs. Yeah. And I think it is a little bit of that that we feel with Aaron Rodgers as well, being at Lambeau, having an opportunity in a division that he's absolutely dominated, and he's dominated in these sort of games. Mm -hmm. It's all of that mixed with the fact that we just thought the Packers were going to be the better team the entire year anyway that makes you say the Green Bay Packers. But I want to credit the Detroit Lions for getting in this position, and if Monday morning we're talking about them winning, I will not be surprised. Now, all, at all this talk about Rodgers has not, you know, putting, putting up huge numbers these last four games. My sense of it is, if they're going to win this game on Sunday night, it's going to be because of him. We'll see, one way or another. Let's do some DraftKings sportsbook predictions. Brought to you by DraftKings. RC, go with that game. Who will throw more touchdowns in this game, Goff or Rodgers? Jared Goff. I, I believe Jared Goff is the guy in the red zone that's going to look for Amon Ra, St. Brown. Jared Goff is the guy guy that hasn't been turning the football over and they start with the run game but their play action pass game is absolutely phenomenal so I think Jared Goff finds ways to put the ball in the end zone. Let's stay with the game. Brooke, who's going to run for more yards? DeAndre Swift or Aaron Jones? I think it's got to be Aaron Jones for the Packers to win this game because yes, I know the great ones don't lose this game. Maybe Aaron Rodgers has a well-timed touchdown or a well-timed clutch drive but Aaron Jones has got to be the guy that just grounds and pounds compliments the defense playing well. I think that this ends up being a game where he just excels and explodes. And then, Nick, who will have more receiving yards, Amon Ross St. Brown or Christian Watts? Uh, well, what does that say right there? What does that say? What does Watts. it say? I said Watts. So this is this is not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I thought Watts was going to have more. I'm not, well, so I'll flip-flop. I'll go, I'll go Brown because look at the clips of him catching the football. So we'll go with uh, the Lions <laughs> and how Jared Goff. Why he showed me the phone? No. <laughs> Can we just come out for a minute here, Cindy? Just the beauty of Rob Ninkovich. I mean, this was not planned. I mean, live on TV while there was video running, Rob Ninkovich just held up his phone to RC and said, what does this say here? Literally no other human being on planet Earth could see it. But one way or another, what your argument is, is that we got the wrong. You really meant to say Christian Watson. Well, I put Watts, so. That's fair hey, enough. Hey, way to take one for the team. <laughs> Good job. Hey, here's what I hey, want to say. I'm not throwing hey, anyone under the bus hey, here, okay? Way to be unselfish. Here's the, the anyway. one thing I know for but certain. I'll, I'll go Lions. I picked the Lions anyway. I the one thing I can say is that DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports <laughs> betting partner of the NFL. And this week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets 
instantly. Plus, a special shout out to any Ohio viewers in our audience who can now bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use the code GETUP when you sign up. Next to a developing story, the NCAA is investigating Jim Harbaugh's Michigan program for alleged recruiting violations that took place during the COVID-19 recruiting dead period. Sources tell ESPN that Harbaugh's cooperation with the NCAA's enforcement staff during the investigation is also being examined and that Harbaugh could face a multi-game suspension. This was the plot twist, Paul Feinbaum, that absolutely no one saw coming yesterday. What's your reaction? Greeny, has anyone had a worse week than Jim Harbaugh other than perhaps Kevin McCarthy? I mean, I, I don't know where to begin here with everything that has happened since last Saturday afternoon when they lost the, the, the semifinal game. Uh, the, I think the one thing you have to keep in mind here if you're looking at this uh, through a very narrow lens is that the NCAA has very little power anymore. So the odds of something significant happening to Jim Harbaugh are nil. This isn't 15 years ago when Jim Trestle got fired over the Terrell Pryor situation. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think anything, frankly, is going to happen other than maybe a minor sanction. The real issue here isn't whether Jim Harbaugh gets sanctioned. It's whether he leaves. He issued a statement yesterday that I'm still trying to understand, Greeny, saying that he expects, expects to be at Michigan in 23. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything. He didn't have to uh, issue a statement at all. Basically, he's calling more attention to himself that Detroit and Carolina and maybe others, including Indianapolis, are going to look at him as an NFL head coach. Yeah, there's the portion of the statement that you see there, coincidentally or otherwise, on the same day that this NCAA announcement came out in the evening, Harbaugh had earlier put out that statement that said, as I stated, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 23. So I guess I'll just ask you, Paul, to look into the crystal ball. Do you expect Jim Harbaugh to be the Michigan coach next season? I don't. Uh, and, and I think, think about this. They knew, they knew the story was coming out. That's the way the industry works. You call a school to get comment. So I, I think they rushed that statement out by Harbaugh, which made no sense at all other than stating the obvious. Uh, and I, I think it's setting up his departure. I, I, Jim Harbaugh is one of the most difficult people in the world to predict. But with these type of offers coming in, I think you'll take one. And don't forget, sitting here in February, we were talking about on signing day, Jim Harbaugh trying to get the Minnesota Vikings job. I think he wants out of there in spite of that bloviating statement and in spite of this NCAA investigation. And very quickly, Paul is on his way to the airport to go to Los Angeles for the championship game Monday night. TCU have any chance to knock off the SEC's best in Georgia? I like I like Georgia in the game, Greeny. I mean, I think it would be uh, disrespectful to, to say they don't have any chance, uh, but I think it's a pretty narrow window, and uh, let's not be surprised by the Vegas line. It's pretty high right now. Yeah, well, we'll see what winds up happening. Paul, we'll certainly look forward to your coverage all weekend and leading into Monday. It's an enormous football weekend in so many ways. That game is Monday night. Meanwhile, we've got all this stuff coming up before then. We've got the, the Saturday doubleheader. Both those games have enormous implications. Kansas City possibly playing for the one seed. Titans and Jaguars definitively playing for the division. We have the FCS championship game on Sunday. And then again, TCU and Georgia for all the marbles on Monday night with coverage on every platform, TV, radio, and Digital. Meanwhile, as we continue here, the Cowboys' chances of winning the division, not high. So are they better off sitting their stars on Sunday? 
I've made everybody mad with my opinion on this, and I'm not backing down. It's next. Get up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, quickly, uh, RC, we all got a laugh at this yesterday. This was what happened when they assigned Rob Nikovich to be the spy. Oh, no. <laughs> against Aaron He Rodgers. slipped, though. I My dog slip. slipped. I did also, slip. too, I don't like the fact that we use pictures. There could be other circumstances <laughs> that, could, that that helped Rob Nikovich end up on the ground. What if he was clipped in the That's back? What if Rogers he tripped? What if his cleats were gave up? Well, see, the cleats we had seven studs on because it was like five degrees. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, my excuses, I wasn't clipped. I wasn't clipped. We're going, I just didn't make the play. We're going to Lambeau coming up next here because it could be Rogers' last leap coming up here. You'll hear directly from him before the biggest game of the weekend. Plus, hold everything. An investigation that could lead to a suspension for Jim Harbaugh. It's the plot twist no one saw coming, and we'll get the perspective of Paul Feinbaum as he joins us live next. It's Get Up on ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved it. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we are back on Get Up. And so here are the scenarios as we go into this weekend. For the Eagles, it's been this simple now for the third consecutive week. Win and you're the number one seed. For the 49ers, who are a 14-point favorite against Arizona this weekend, they can be the one seed if they win and the Eagles lose. The Cowboys have this at stake. If they win their game against Washington and the Eagles lose, then the Cowboys win the division. They could be the one or the two seed, depending on what happens with San Francisco. RC? I'm going to say this to you. You and I have known each other a long time. I'm going to slide a little further away as I say this because I have a feeling you're not going to like it. But the argument I've been making here all week is that because I consider the chances of, of the Eagles losing to the Giants so slim in that game that the Cowboys should rest their stars this weekend against Washington because if the Eagles win, then the Cowboy game is completely meaningless. And if they should, God forbid, lose Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons in what amounts to a meaningless game, then I think that would be a huge mistake. What is your reaction to my opinion? If you weren't coughing so much, <laughs> I'd move closer to you because <laughs> I don't disagree. You don't disagree? I do not disagree. Oh, my goodness. I found someone on my side. I do not disagree. I, I, I think I, I don't believe that there is a, a high chance of the New York Giants beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. But I believe there's even less of a chance of the Arizona Cardinals beating the San Francisco 49ers. Right. And we watched this last year. Remember, the Dallas Cowboys decided to play their starters because they wanted to get some sort of continuity. They wanted to go into the playoffs on a good streak or having a good feeling, and it made no difference. Right. So let's make sure that our top players are healthy. We know what this team has looked like. We know this team has been banged up in a lot of positions. So I am actually with you, Greeny, on saying that since your position in the playoffs will not change, win or lose, give your guys an opportunity to heal up, be healthy as they go into the playoffs next week. I'm shocked. I'm so stunned that someone agrees with me on this. CRC, you and I, we are of that rare genius that will not be fully appreciated so we're going. long after our time. It's crazy. And so there you have it. Plus, I'm not sure how many of their players they need to beat the Commanders this weekend with their quarterback situation and everything. I mean, I, I, it, just, anyway. it actually just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ninko, what do you think? RC, may I ask you a question? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. The 17th game, you got a million-dollar bonus on the line. You oh, got to play right. 35 snaps. Okay. Okay, you're asking a different <laughs> question. A different question. <laughs> I think that, you. listen, there are certain situations where a guy wants to go out there and play football, right? Right. We don't know all the different things that are going on on a roster. With I get that. Bonuses and playtime incentives and, and where you need to be. And also, the Cowboys – they haven't necessarily played amazing in December. No, right. doesn't mean you're going to go out and play amazing all of a That's sudden. Right. That you should you should go play your best football at the end of the year and go into the playoffs and hope yeah. that you can carry yes. that momentum yeah. into the playoffs so you don't go to Tampa and have Tom Brady or so you don't play at home and forget how to down the football with 13 seconds left because that runs well, the draw. Or you have, you have a million penalties. penalties. Yeah. So how do you correct that? You do it anyway. Sit down the starters I, and hope and pray. Listen. I, I, I hear RC's point that last year, yes, you continued to play your starters because you wanted to go in with momentum and it didn't make a difference. 
Was Dak Prescott throwing as many interceptions at that point last season? No. No. He never has. I, I want to see him come out and have a clean game and build some momentum and some confidence in himself Wait. in the offense. That's what I want to see. Wait, I, you know what he should do? Yeah. Go out there and hand it off 18 plays. I yeah. bet he won't throw an interception in. <laughs> okay, you can't throw an interception if you don't throw it at all, Greeny. Look, I mean, look, if nothing else, you got to have an eye on the scoreboard at the top of the stadium. And if the Eagles are winning that game against the Giants 28-0, start pulling guys off the field. To be clear, what San Francisco does is meaningless if the Eagles win. The Cowboys could vault to the division winners and then be either the one seed or the two seed if they win and the Eagles lose. So, And, and the Eagles, again, are, are playing Giants team that doesn't look like they're going to play their guys. Let's put the picks up on the screen, by the way. Uh, let's see who everyone has picked in these games. I'm not even sure which one. Yeah, we all think the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to win because they've said they're going to play their guys. Look, yes. if you're Mike McCarthy, too, let's face it. It's not this weekend, but the following weekend, you're very likely coaching for your job, right? Yes, Realistically speaking, yes. you go one and done in the playoffs. So you can't lose Tony Pollard for that game. No. You can't lose C.D. Lamb or Micah Parsons Listen, for that I, game. Listen, I, I agree with you totally, and maybe we end up being wrong. Maybe Nico and, and Brooke are right, and the Philadelphia Eagles lose, and the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Cowboys win. But to me, it's not worth it. I don't believe the New York Giants are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles because I know for sure they aren't going to play their guys because they can't change their playoff seating. Okay, so we've said all of that. Now let's say the most important thing we're going to say the entire day by far, and that is the name of Denny Kellington. He is the Bills' assistant athletic trainer. He is the one who administered the life-saving CPR on the field on DeMar Hamlin, and he is the one who is being rightfully claimed a hero by doctors and yesterday by Bills' coach, Sean McDermott. For an assistant to find himself at that position and needing to take the action that he did and step up and take charge like he did. And there were others on the field as well. Um, um, is nothing short of amazing. And the courage that that took, um, like that is, you talk about a, um, a real leader, a real hero um, in saving DeMar's life. and. Um, just uh, admire his strength. I want to make it clear, because sometimes that's an expression that gets used um, and, and not always literally. I mean, the doctors said yesterday they saved his life mm -hmm. on that field. And, and I know that, RC, you have spoken to people who yeah. were there. I spoke to uh, Tredavious White, who's a good friend of mine, and he was obviously shaken by what he'd seen on the field. And he described exactly what he saw taking place with DeMar Hamlin. And before we got off of the phone, he told me, he said, I walked up to Denny and I told him that you're amazing. That even if he was trained to do what he did in that situation, under those circumstances, to remain poised, to remain composed, and with everything going on around him, only focus on DeMar Hamlin. He said what he did was not only heroic, but it was, it was amazing, and it was almost unthinkable that any one human could be so focused on doing their job with faced with something that no athletic training staff, at least to my knowledge, has ever been faced with. And I said this Monday night after the game, when you have to use CPR 
on a human, that means that they cannot breathe on their own. Mm -hmm. And to be faced with that and to react <clears throat> the way that Denny Kellington did, he's a true hero, and his name should continue to be said. And if they're going to announce people to walk on the field <coughs> and for Buffalo the last game, he should be the one leading them out. I know that there is a, a movement amongst, at least on social media, amongst a lot of Bills fans that that's what they want the team to do this Sunday. Instead of announcing the offense or the defense, to announce the training staff, not just Denny Kellington, but yeah. all of them to come out there and be and to receive candidly what should be the longest and loudest standing ovation in the history of sports. Let me get a, a quick thought. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's truly amazing, and, and you, we're going to have to continue to say his name because yeah. really the things that he was able to do in that situation, I mean, it just goes back to the training and them coming on the field and understanding what's my role, what's your role, and them getting that done and, and saving the young man's life. Yeah, yeah I say if that doesn't show why you should be prepared for any and all circumstances yeah, no. all the time. I mean, you go through the CPR training. You know, I've done babysitter training. I've done lifeguard training. You never expect to actually have to use yep. life-saving measures. But to be able to take that learning and apply it in that moment, it's remarkable. I, I'm sure that every stadium in the National Football League will have some sort of tribute this weekend. But again, that's to say the name Danny Kellington today is our privilege, and it's one that should be spoken a lot this weekend. All right, RC on his way to go do first take. That's coming up next here, top of the hour, with reaction to the NFL's plan to potentially move the AFC Championship game to a neutral site. Plus, looking at the Packers win and make the playoffs that game and a whole lot more. It's Molly, Stephen A., Marcus, RC, and company. Top of the hour here on ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. NBA doubleheader tonight, Nets and Pelicans, the early game, then Suns and Heat. We'll start your night with NBA countdown, 7 Eastern tonight here on ESPN. I will be back for that. Thank you for getting up with us. First take starts now. <laughs> 